Welcome to Naja Reviews, this is Brian, your host, and today we're talking about the fly, not the Vincent Price fly. We're going with the Jeff Goldblum fly, because Cronenberg movies are fun. So this one came out in 86, two years before I was alive, and um, this one goes under like sci-fi, body horror, Jeff Goldblum being sexy, to a point, this man cannot keep a shirt on in this movie. That's all I'm going to say about that for now. Uh, one of the reasons I like this one more than I like the original, other than the fact that, like, this one has, like, some pretty fucking amazing practical grossness, is the original one, and I haven't read the book, don't know what the book says, um, it's told from the the perspective of the woman, the guy, or the, the lady that was uh dating the doctor and vincent price is her brother i believe and he's trying to get the information out of her of what happened so it's told in flashback stories this one is told straight line this one is so straightforward told that it starts in the middle of a conversation and we're just gonna like if you don't know what the fly is we're doing this just so i can talk about the fly if you don't know what the fly is, we're just going to go straight into the overview. You've you've missed some time. You can listen to me talk about it, but you should go watch it. So, overview, spoilers, let's go. Starts in the middle of a conversation with Seth and Ronnie, which is Gina Davis's character. Her name's Veronica, but she goes by Ronnie. And they're at like a science conference thing, and he's telling her that... His project is going to change the world. And she, she's like, I'm going to need a little bit more information than it's going to change the world. She's like, is it going to change the world a little bit? Is it going to change the world a lot of bit? I'm going to need more than nothing. And he's like, do you really want me to spill the deets in public? Why would I do that? So he's like, come back to my place. I have a cappuccino machine. It's a really expensive one. Are you impressed yet? She's like, nah, I have other stories to cover, thanks. You didn't give me enough information. And then he's like, but really though, it's going to change the world for the better. And everybody else here is lying and they're full of shit. So somehow that works. And now he's in the car. She's driving him. He hates cars because he's motion sick. It's like, why is she even there? He's such a dweeb in this movie. So then when they get to his place, it's like a murder alley warehouse situation where you have like the lift where you like slide the big metal door. That bullshit. I don't know why she goes up. She goes up. And then as he's locking the door, he like motions for her to go in. It looks pretty normal, but he goes straight to playing the piano. Like he doesn't say anything. He just walks in and starts playing his fucking piano, which is uber fucking weird. And she's like, this is fucked up. I think I should go. And then he's like, he's like, I can't let you leave now that you've seen them. And then he's like, dun, dun, da, da. It's like, and then she makes fun of him, calling him phone booths. She pay, she plays off the creepy joke and the terrible situation really, really, really well. And he's like, I can prove that they're not phone booths. So she gives him a piece of, or she gives him her uh, legging, and then he calls them telepods. He has one prototype, two finished products, but they all work. The prototype one is just a little clunky. So he's got a voice-controlled computer. This computer gives out the readout of the, like components of whatever you put into the thing to be transported like it's got this and this much of carbon this and this much of silicon this and this much of any every element that's in it if you're sciencey it's nerdy it's fun so it takes her quite a while after it teleports from one side of the room to the other to even realize what she even saw 
And then once she does realize that, she turns the voice or or she turns the the tape recorder on and starts asking him questions. And he starts making her that cappuccino. And then the tape runs out and she goes to switch it. And then he's then he realizes that she's a reporter. But and then he gets like upset as if he didn't already know that she was a reporter even she's like you knew that i was a reporter and he's like i thought this was personal and it's like she told you that she needed to cover other people how you got her in the car was to say that like my invention's better than theirs anyways she leaves and then we're at particle magazine the place that she works and her boss is a dick bag so we're just gonna call him dick for the rest of this movie i don't know what his real name is so he doesn't believe the tape it's just he thinks seth tricked her but fair enough he just has a a literal voice recording before she got kicked out but then seth shows up and he's pretty happy that dick doesn't believe in the whole thing so she's like i'm gonna take it to omni instead and he's like how about i take you to mcdonald's it's not a mcdonald's but same thing how about i take you to mcdonald's and i propose this it's not ready yet it can only transport inanimate objects it can't teleport anything living So he's like, why don't you document the process of me figuring out how to teleport a living thing and then we can end the documentary on me teleporting myself through the telepod. And then she can write a book and she can win like all the things she needs to win. So she's like, I'll think about it. So she gets home and uh, Dickbag is in her shower because they used to bang. They didn't just used to bang. They were in a relationship. And he has a key. And she forgot. So she flushes the toilet on him. And then he's like, you should probably cover cover Seth. I did some digging. And he's got like, he's Nobel Prize level smart. Genius. Top marks and everything. He almost won the Nobel Prize. Shit like that. She asked for the key back. And he's like, no, I'm a dick bag. I'm gonna keep it. Cut to her filming them teleport a baboon. It goes pretty well. On the other side, it doesn't have any skin left. It's like inside out, twitchy pile of pain and flesh. <sighs> what did the baboon ever do to them? Why didn't they start with mice or something that nobody cares about? Anyway, they set up like a camera so he can talk to the camera and get out his frustrations. And he basically says, the computer doesn't know how to interpret flesh, is basically what he says. And then they're like, he's laying on his bed, like cuts to, and he's clothed, everybody's clothed. He's laying on the bed, and she's like in a chair, and he's depressed, right? Because the experiment just went horribly wrong. And then she's like, just starts talking. It's like, he's, he always wears the same clothes, and it's because he has five sets of the same clothes. So he doesn't have to think about what clothes he's wearing. He learned it from Einstein. And then she's like, I got some steaks. You want me to cook you some steaks? And it's just like, then they they bang. She's like, you're so cute. I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? There was like no fucking chemistry the whole fucking time. Or I'm just blind. Like, I just thought she was going there so she could make money. But apparently, I don't know. But after they bang, she really is lovey-dovey. And the chemistry comes in. He fucked the chemistry into this woman. And, and now they're like, a thing. Okay, sure. Why not? But she does give him an idea. She says something. I can't remember what she said. And uh, it makes him want to do an experiment. So the experiment is he's going to cut the steak in half and he's going to teleport one side of the steak and then cook them and then taste test them to see a difference. Um, By the way, they switch up which piece of steak gets teleported and which plate it's on. Pretty bad in these scenes. See if you can follow along with how they fuck that part up. Anyway, so he cooks it. She eats the one that supposedly wasn't teleported, and she's like, 
it needs a little finesse, but it's a steak. And then she eats the supposedly teleported one, and she's like, ew, it tastes synthetic. So that gives Seth the inspiration, because the computer is not interpreting flesh properly. It's giving, like, its closest approximation because it's a computer, so it doesn't know, like, the context and the nuance of, like, blah 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 because they're trying to be poetic or some shit. So, he goes and plays on the computer. She leaves, and as she leaves, we see that Dick has been spying on her all night, and he confronts her in a clothing store when she is just trying to buy Seth a jacket that he cheats in later. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. But he says some horrible shit. He's all up in his feelings. He's like, you're fucking a new guy? How could you do that? It's We've only been separated for so long. And, like, he says some pretty horrible shit you shouldn't say in public in front of people. And she's like, I'll sleep wherever the fuck I want. We're over. You said it. Now go away. Cut to them filming them teleport a baboon. Goes great. But he thinks that they need to send some tests out. Just to make sure that the baboon is actually okay. And she suggests going to going on a trip because it can take a couple weeks for the test to come back. And uh but then she notices um he they're being romantic. He's like, is this romantic? We're gonna have a romantic dinner. So he's gonna order food so they can have like a candlelit meal. And she notices something from Particle Magazine, which I don't remember if I said it before, that's where Dickhead works. He's the lead editor there. It's a cover a magazine cover making fun of Seth. So in the middle of the biggest celebration of the, this whole fucking, like literally the next step is Seth going through the fucking machine. This is like a major breakthrough in the research. He figured out how to make the computer not kill things. And uh, yeah, so she's like, I'm going to go leave. And uh, basically she says, I'm going to go talk to my ex-boyfriend instead of celebrating here with you. Uh, so... She leaves to go tell Dick to fuck off. Uh, Seth uh, gets drunk and figures that she's she's going to fuck her ex. Because that's what happens when you bring up your ex in the middle of something and leave. Just in case a girl is listening and they don't understand why that's annoying. Just say it. Anyway, it comes up later. I'm not done. Uh, so he's like having a talk with the baboon that went through. He apologizes for killing his brother. But then he's like, you know what? I'll go through. Let's do this. Um, so... Uh, there's a fly inside the telepad, or the, the telepod, um, when it, when he gets into it, and, uh, it's not there when he gets out, but he does videotape the whole process for, uh, um, Ronnie. I can never remember her name. He seems fine, by the way. She comes back while he's asleep. She wakes him up and is confused on why he would be upset, but they make up and, uh, uh, they have sex. There's some thick ass hairs growing out of his back. They're really fucking thick. Uh, he wakes up. Like, later, it still seems like it's nighttime. This whole movie seems like it's nighttime, by the way. But he wakes up and starts doing some, like, Olympic acrobatic shit. Like, I, I can't. Like, he gets on to, he starts doing, like, pull-ups, but then it turns into, like, literally full-on acrobatics with a bar and shit. And, oh. So he's really strong now. Uh, we cut to them at, like, a diner. Or they're, like, going shopping. He buys her a necklace, and then they end up at this diner. And he's uh, putting all of the sugar in his cappuccino, not just some of the sugar. He also is talking really, really fast. He also thinks that he's been purified by being teleported through. He also seems to, like, his brain seems to be going a mile a minute right now. And, like, his perception of time is, like, off, but that doesn't last. A lot of the stuff in this movie, it's like, you'll see a scene of him being one way, and then the next time you see him, he's totally different. This is one of those times. It cuts to them banging. They're having sex so much that she says, How can you even have any fluid left in your entire body? They were fucking for hours. And he's like, 
But I'm not done though. Want to hear a funny story? Just yesterday, one of my friends sent me a picture and is like, hey, look at these two flies fucking. That happened yesterday. Just saying. Um, by the way, his face is like, it's got a rash on it. It's gross. It's a little gross. It's not too bad, but it's noticeable. And, uh, she, she cuts off, uh, some of those big hairs on his back. And then he all of a sudden, like, has this, like, idea that he needs her to go through the telepad. Telepod? I keep saying pad. And he's really, 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 really insistent and she's like, nah, man, I'm good. But he's like dragging her by the arm towards the telepod. And basically in his reasons on why, it's just so she can keep up with the sex. But then she's like, fuck off. I don't want to go through. He freaks the hell out and is like, I'm going to take the jacket you bought me and go find a bimbo. Uh, this is about the time that she realizes that there's something wrong with Seth. And when she says that, he flips out. So he ends up walking down the road and he's always eating like some sort of sweet, by the way. He he just finds some bar. There's two guys fucking arm wrestling and one lady staring at them arm wrestling. And he's like, who do you think's going to win? And she's like, I hope it's the bigger guy. And then he challenges them and he's like, I bet you $100 I can beat either one of you. And if I win, I get to take the chick home. So the big guy's like, let's do this. Seth just doesn't need to move his arm because he's like super strong and the dude's trying and there's like some white stuff like oozing out of seth's skin where his the other dude's fingers are and then he just like decides to break the the bone out of the dude's whole arm just like snaps it off sideways and then he just like gets up takes her by the arm while the dude's like bleeding on the table and just walks the hell out and then sometime later we cut to her we don't cut to her they get to his place and he carries her up the stairs and we he teleports through again while she's like naked then they bang and then it's the next day and he's trying to force her to go into the telepod because that's the whole reason he picked her up in the first place and ronnie comes in and is like you need to leave because you don't want to go through the telepod let's not do this the new chick gets to hell out safe right and she's like i had the hairs analyzed you need to listen to me they weren't human they were most likely insect hairs I think you're sick. We need to do something. You can tell that she really, really cares. And he's just like, fuck you. You're just jealous that I'm perfect now. By the way, he has hairs growing out of his face. He stinks and the, the rash has gotten worse on his face and moved down to his neck and back. Not good. But he does punch a... He explodes a beam with like two punches. So then that's his validation that he's not sick, right? And then Ronnie leaves because who the fuck would stay in that situation? And he goes to like shave... He finally looks in the mirror and he goes to like shave the fucking things with an electric shaver. It won't do it. And then, gross. He just like happens to look at his fingernail or he's chewing on his fingernail and he rips it off. Fucking gross. And then he like looks at it and squeezes his finger and it squirts like white pussy shit into the fucking mirror. And then he just like decides to peel off another fingernail for funsies yay by the way i hate fingernail trauma it's some people don't like eyes some people don't like certain other body parts being fucking stabbed i don't like when fingernails get ripped off or like a character is like trying to not be dragged away and their fingernails get fucking broken up fucking no it's ooky they did a good job fucking gross anyway 
he goes onto the computer for the the teleporter. He looks at the files for the first teleport with him in it, and he finds the impurity. And we learn that he spliced the computer, spliced him with the fly completely. Okay, so this is an um actually part. Uh, there are so many things that are living inside of your body that aren't part of you and on your skin that um he'd be part like bacteria as well okay back to the movie done ruining the immersion so yeah he gets perfectly spliced with a fly and um he he it cuts to ronnie doing something it's been like a month and and seth's like come over and she when she gets there he's like totally unrecognizable he's like all like tumory i mean he's still humanoid he's got like crutches and shit his ear falls off in the middle of the conversation um (laughs) he's looking pretty bad and she's freaking out, alright? So, he thinks that he's just gonna, like, tumor and dissolve away, or, like, just become a mass and just die at this point. It cuts to Dick's office, and he's like, don't go back. Just don't. And he's like, the only way I'll help you is if you, like, videotape how he looks and I'll think of something. So, like, when she gets back, Seth is not weak anymore. He's, like, climbing on the ceilings and walls and shit like he's, like, normal. He doesn't look normal. I, when I say normal, I mean not dying. He looks about the same, but he's not dying. Uh, he shows underneath his, his shirt, and it, it might be a new set of arms growing. The jury's still out on that one. His head twitches like a fly now. That's a pretty good uh, a detail uh, that Jeff Goldblum probably had to be, like, reminded to twitch his face every friggin' second. Uh, so he wants, since he, this is what he realizes now, that the the gene splicing and what's happening to him, he's not going to turn into like a cancerous tumor, and he's not contagious. He just is going to metamorphose, metamorphosize into like Brundlefly, because his name is Seth Brundle. He wants her to document that transformation. So they start with eating, where he throws up white shit on the stuff and has to slurp it back up, because the white shit dissolves it for him, and then he gets to drink it like flies. Fucking gross. So... It cuts to Dickhead watching it, and then she runs in, it's at her house, and she, her apartment, she runs in crying, she's pregnant with Seth's kid, you know, from all the hours of banging, so that's disgusting. They're at the hospital, her and, and Dick are at the hospital, she's having second thoughts, uh about the abortion and he's like it's the best it's for the best and they get in there and they 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 got most of it out but then there's like some leftover and they make her push it out and uh uh, she squirts a maggot out you guys it's a big giant maggot fucking gross but then she wakes up so it's all good we cut to seth um and he is fucked he is like a human tumor um he had his pinky is vestigial now it's like a little nub his uh his first two fingers are like enlarged while his thumb and his other fingers are like disappearing uh he's running he's running tests on the computer to try to reduce the amount of fly dna in his body and he basically needs to fuse with another person for that to happen uh his teeth fall out and uh he puts them in his medicine cabinet uh the the brundle museum has those teeth it has his ear from earlier it has his dick and it has his balls and they're in different containers which means his dick and balls didn't fall off at the same time and if you're a guy you know how much that that's awful just i don't want to watch both of them fall off if they have to fall off do it at the same time um but as he's doing that ronnie comes to tell him about her baby but she can't bring herself to telling him uh because of the way he looks it's fucking it's pretty gross after their weird conversation, because she's crying and is intelligible 
part of the time and he talks like jeff goldblum as a scientist says a lot of weird shit's what i'm getting at uh but it pretty much dissolves into he's like you need to leave and not come back because since i'm an insect now and the man in me loved you i can't guarantee your safety i'll hurt you if you stay and then she leaves but dumbass dick down there who drove her here is like wants to have the conversation of why she didn't tell him outside while she's screaming this because she's having an emotional fucking breakdown because the man she loved has turned into a fucking flesh monster while the baby inside of her could be a flesh monster he overhears it seth overhears it so he follows them to the hospital and when she's in the room alone he jumps through the window and grabs her dickhead uh goes to seth's lab he brings his shotgun and uh and it waits for him and and seth tries to plead with ronnie to not abort the baby but she's like nah i'm not gonna do that so he's like all right you're coming with me then uh he gets the drop on dick by literally dropping on him and then he pukes his hand off and his foot dick starts to go into shock he's about to puke his head off but ronnie's like don't don't do that please so the new plan is let's put ronnie in pod one and seth in pod two and then we're gonna converge in pod three so technically there'd be more human dna with that they'd be the perfect family wouldn't you think the movie made a joke similar it's not my fault so she's like um fuck that noise i didn't want to go through when i wasn't going to be gene spliced into a fly monster so when she resists and tries to push him away she rips off his jaw and this starts the reason why people like cronenberg movies (laughs) because um his legs uh uh, bend backwards they become digitigrated like a werewolf his one of his hands like this his claw comes out and he's got like a pincer for a hand the other hand is like kind of just weird mutated and then he's got like clawed toed feet one's like a foot and the other one's just like a nub and the worst part about this transformation is his face like splits apart and gooshes off and like his eyes the whites of his eyes just like squirt out it's so fucking gross and his face just sloughs off all of his skin sloughs off he walks backwards out of his own skin and he's got like a fly human hybrid head where it's like he's got big bug eyes but they're human like uh with eyelids but he's got a fly mouth so he's got like you know how the fly has like a little sucker mouth he's got that it's fucking disgusting so he's like since i'm a big strong fly monster oh and he, he grows extra fucking arms like i said earlier and they're the most fly looking thing on him like pure fly uh i think it's because they were new when he if he molts again he's gonna be even more fly like and that's gross but so he throws ronnie into one of the pods it closes he goes into the other pod fucking dick regains consciousness and right because it's on a timer and he he shoots the cord that attaches ronnie's pod and then brundlefly is like fuck you and breaks out of his and right before he he gets all the way out of the telepod it teleports him and part of the pod right so while that's happening uh dick opens ronnie's pod and then the prototype pod opens up because the prototype pod doesn't have a window like the other ones do opens up and he flops down and he's a twisted pile of flesh and metal and ronnie goes to shoot him but can't but then he takes the barrel of the gun and places it on his own forehead and she backs up hesitates but then explodes his head and the movie ends with her on her knees next to him crying and everybody should go watch the fly because it's a great movie by the way nitpick when they teleported the stakes the stakes didn't fuse with the plates so why did he fuse with the telepod 
nitpick over. I did my um actually, and that's about it. I don't have anything else to say. It's a great movie. I mean, look, did I have to look away? I don't look away. Did I have to close one eye? Yeah, I don't like when fingernails get ripped off. Would you might have to look away because you see a fucking person, a fly monster explode out of a human's body? I don't know. It was the eye gushing part that was the worst part. All right, you guys, the whole reason that I did this movie was so I could talk about Fly 2. The Fly 2. So the one at the end of this month is going to be the sequel to this movie. Doesn't have as big of a budget and I don't think Cronenberg is involved. We'll get to see if it's Ronnie's kid or the chick from the bar's kid who's the main character of The Fly 2. I know the answer. I'll tell you next week. Or not next week. Next time when we cover The Fly 2. Have a great time and bye.